0: Single one of them had the same fucking answer, and this is this is why this fucked with me, right? And their answer was, uh "There's nothing in life that I regret doing. It's the things that I did not do that I regret." All right, everyone, welcome back to the Everything Cast. I'm your host Wyatt, and with me as always my co-host Evan. Yo
1: yo yo yo
2: yo.
0: I don't know about you, but I'm fucking hyped for this episode, man. Today marks an important milestone in our podcasting career. Do oh, you know what yeah. I'm so excited for?
1: I don't. Number- we
0: have hit 100 views on our podcast, man.
2: Jeez.
0: Yes. Round of applause. This is huge. Because we have not done any legitimate advertising for our our, our podcast yet. So the fact that we can get here just means that it, it's mo- mostly coming from fans of fr- uh, fans <laughs> family and friends right and then just word to mouth which is fucking awesome because that means that people are actually talking talking about the podcast right so this is exciting man I, i'm very fucking happy so um i want to I'm, I'm gonna start the podcast out with something fun man what, what do you got for like materialistic items on your bucket list like what are some things that you want to have before you kick the bucket
1: um i'm just a simple guy you know uh I just want a nice ass
0: car. Yeah, like what's a nice ass mm-hmm. car?
1: Oh shit! So I wanna, I wanna buy a nice car now. Not like something super fucking expensive. Like I can buy a decent car, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm excited for what's gonna come out when, like, I'm older. You know what I'm saying? So like in the next twenty years, dude. Yeah. So we've yeah. seen from like the beginning of two thousands. Uh to right now, like the advancements in cars has been fucking unreal. So imagine the next yeah. you know twenty years. But yeah. I definitely wanna have a nice ass car, something that goes fast, looks clean, mm-hmm. uh, comfortable. Uh I also wanna own my own house one day.
2: Yeah. Nothing, for sure. nothing sure. too
1: special. Just like a you know, three bedroom, fucking two bath, three car garage on a backyard. Or you know, fuck all of it, dude. Uh, just having like a, what do you call it? Like a, not really a pole barn, but like a kind of like a pole barn. You know, a big ass, uh, like work mm-hmm. garage, pretty much. That yep. has like some living space in it, kitchen, bathrooms, uh, bedrooms, gotcha, stuff, gotcha, a massive okay. open area.
0: Yeah, for sure. I can respect that. Always. Hell yeah. You got anything else on there?
1: Um currently i'm still trying to own a xbox series x yeah and, uh, me too i was thinking about yesterday how is it possible that you still just cannot go out and buy one
0: yeah yeah it's that been blows like my fucking mind yeah it's been like what eight months yeah yep yeah. that's fucking ridiculous but um i'm a lot it's more uh, simpler like all those things you know, I, I got a relatively nice car. I got a 2021 Hyundai Elantra. Uh, I can't ask for a nicer car. Um, I, I'm not I'm not much of a car guy. Uh, for house-wise, yeah, yeah, one day I do want to own a house. I actually want to build a compound. That is that is my dream. That's my ultimate dream. I want to build a compound for me and my family, for uh, my immediate family, not just my girlfriend and my daughter, but for my mom and dad and my brothers. You know, that, that, that's my ultimate goal one day to ha- hopefully to be able to do that. But um, more specifically, I want a fucking vending machine, bro. This is why <laughs> I asked this question. I want a fucking vending machine. I want to be able to just like, go over and just hit the fucking button and get, you know put a variety of different pops and drinks in there and just get them cold, fresh. And this way it doesn't take up room in the fridge because a lot of times when we go grocery shopping, a lot of the space in our fridge gets taken up by drinks. And so a vending machine or a fountain drink dispenser. You know? <laughs> Yeah. That'd be fucking dope. But another thing that I, I would really like to own is a better laptop so we can do longer podcasts.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is also on the bucket list for sure. Hopefully soon. Because um I did just get a new job, man. I got a new job making three dollars more an hour, same drive, same insurance. So that that'll be huge for me and the family. Mm-hmm sadly working the same amount of hours same amount of days which kind of sucks but at least i get more money out of it this way And it's doing <laughs> something um uh in in my field of expertise which is welding so um uh, definitely ex- excited to get back to my roots what uh what i've honed my skills into and so uh, i'm definitely excited about that too
1: oh, that's awesome
0: yeah so um on the, on the last episode you were talking about um uh, buying a car from a coworker or something how's that whole process going
1: Uh going really good actually so yesterday I uh went to the DM- DMV with them and uh mm-hmm. got everything switched over so I finally got it registered in my name um uh, got all the documents needed for uh, over here in Korea and nice. went over and uh yeah got title switched over and everything so uh oh, yeah. Fun facts. So you know how DMVs are always shitty. Yeah. Um, got a bad rep. Yeah, it's it's the same here too. Uh we were there yeah. for about two two hours yesterday.
2: Fuck. That sucks.
1: Yeah. So we, we first got there and we pulled like a ticket or whatever, sat down, we had to fill out some paperwork that was there. Everything's in fucking Korean too, so it's oh, hard, God. kind of hard to some stuff. Yeah. So we filled everything out. Uh we waited. They were actually on lunch break when we got there. Of so course. We had to, we had to wait. And there's only two windows for the, the thing that we needed to do. hmm And uh they finally come back. There's two of them. And the one chick is literally just standing there next to the other one watching her do everything. Like I don't know Lovely. if she was training or some shit, but uh yeah, so there's one window and the two dudes in front of us or two of them. They had like issues or something, so it took him about an hour just for that. Oh, And then God. finally, yeah, we finally get up there, right? And uh they're looking at paperwork and they're like, Oh, do you have they asked the dude, the current owner of the car, if you had his cancellation paperwork, whatever. He's like, Oh no, mm-hmm. uh, let me let me go grab it and fill it out real quick. Literally turns around, takes two steps, grabs it, turns back around, and lays like, No, 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 no. You have to go take a new number. Back in line. Oh no. And Bro, that fucking, I've never wanted to reach over the counter and fucking (laughs) shrink so fucking much. Yeah. And we sit back down, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. And uh, there's only four people that came behind us, so now we had to wait for more people. And they Mm got all their shit done. And the two windows are just open, not even calling us up. And we're the next people. And they waited about 20 minutes before they even called us up. Really? And then, yeah. I don't know if that's because they just didn't fucking like us. I'm telling you, dude. These people over here are the racist, racist, bro. They're racist. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're racist as fuck. And people yeah. are like, "Oh, how, how are Koreans racist, bro?" I'm, these are—I've never seen more racism in my life than over here. Really? You think the U.S. is bad, bro. Fucking not even close. Yeah. So, uh, we, we get everything registered there, and then uh, I had to have the paperwork switched over for my work too. Um So, we had to go, and uh, I heard, like, some bad stories about the the other place. So, I was like, great, dude. We just spent two hours here. Hopefully, you know, this isn't going to take fucking two more hours. I'm going to be pretty fucking pissed. Because yesterday was my day off. Right. So, uh, we go in there. We sign in. uh, And then, within, like, two seconds, the lady calls us over. And within five minutes, everything's transferred and done. Oh, yeah. I was... So fucking happy, but I I got everything squared away. Um, so he's leaving Friday. So on Friday I will have my own car now. It is a 2010 Chevy Cruze. Fuck yeah! It's um international spec, so it's called like a Daiwu Takati or some shit. It but it looks just like a Chevy Cruze. It has a Chevy st- uh, emblem and shit. So I don't really know why it's called a daewoo but um i'm probably butchering the name too but, but yeah it, it was good
0: yeah well yeah well i'm happy you got it all figured out because that sounds pretty fucking miserable i hate going to the dmv i i'd fucking dread it i refuse as much yeah. as i can yeah but um speaking about dmvs i don't know why this is popping in my head but i got a twic card right and a twic card is like a uh Go, it's like a civilian government clearance card, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was able to use that card to get it back and forth across the the border to to Canada with no issues. Where versus like uh, when we would go, we'd always go in like a group, right? Because we'd go over um into Canada to party for the night because you only have to be mm-hmm. eighteen over there, and um to like drink, you know. So we yeah. go to the clubs and shit uh, uh in Canada. And so we'd always pull up with a group, and everybody always had to bring, like, their birth certificate, social security card, and their ID, right? And Mm -hmm. give it to the person. And it'd always fucking take forever. There was always issues with everybody, like, all this shit, right? And I was the only one where it was just so simple. Like, I would hand them the card. They would fucking scan the badge. There's, like, a a badge kind of like – or there's, like, a chip in it, just, like, uh, like the debit cards and stuff. And they would just scan that and pull up all my information, and he would just let me go immediately every single time. And uh, everyone always got so fucking pissed at me. But um, yeah, that that made things a lot easier.
2: That's yeah, that's pretty
0: awesome. What about you? Have you ever just? Oh, I guess you ever been to Canada?
1: Uh, yeah, when I was younger. Uh, Oh, we we'd go to Minnesota all the time for fishing, and then we went up. Uh, remember we took a what is it called like a little hopper plane? Oh, really? Pond pond skipper. Yeah. uh, We'd go back there and do uh, tent camping and stuff, in the Boundary Waters. Hell yeah! That was was a long time ago. I haven't haven't been there recently.
0: Gotcha. That's pretty dope, though. I don't know about you, but as as a child, I I remember the moment that I became like a, you know, independent thinking human. Uh, Or, in other words, like when I became sentient, right? Like I became my own free thinking person, right?
1: Like cognitive thinking and shit,
0: right? Do you uh do you recall that that moment for you?
2: Mm, uh, I,
1: uh, I don't. But after this, I got a good story.
2: Okay, uh, so 14. okay,
0: so um, well, go ahead and tell your story. I don't want you to forget.
1: Uh, I don't know, I don't forget. But anyways, so as you're saying, like being like free thinking the other day, uh, it was my day off and I got super fucking hammered, and uh-huh. I next morning. <laughs> Yeah, a, it was a training day, or whatever, and we had to go in at seven. Mm-hmm. It, the night before that, I got fucking messed up, and I remember, like, I wasn't even asleep when I woke up. But it just like all of a sudden I came into fucking consciousness. Like I know I wasn't sleeping, but I know I wasn't like my I was like an autopilot. And all of a sudden, something just flipped us like flipped over, and I was now like aware of my surroundings. And I was um in my apartment building. But mm-hmm. on the first floor in a spare room on a couch that was abandoned there. And I just stood up and was like, oh fuck. Went to my room, changed real quick, and just went to work. But it's like a, What? I know I was I know I was awake, but I wasn't thinking. And then all of a sudden, like something just like flipped a switch and I was like, fuck. I have to go to work. And I just got up and left.
0: Yeah, dude. Okay, so I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. So I've I've had this happen to me, but it's happened for months of uh of a duration, and um mm-hmm. and so it's called. So your particular situation is obviously induced because of alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. But um, what happened to me? It's called disassociating, right? And uh, so I never knew that this was a thing. Uh, and I also didn't know that this was an uncommon thing. I didn't know that it only happens to a select few of humans. And it's, it's a mental disorder, right? And uh, so when my life becomes true, like, uh, monotonous, right, where I, I don't really have to think about what I'm doing. And this this happens when I work a lot, when I, I'm working, like, 12 sixes or six mm-hmm. 12s, right? Like, and so my whole entire life just revolves around work. It becomes very monotonous and I I don't have to think about what I'm doing because I've been, you know, at at that point, the situation I'm talking about specifically, I've already been doing it for a few months, right? So I remember exactly when it happened and when I came back to, right? I I remember it was October 17th, right? And I get my car and I start driving to work. And then next thing I know, I'm driving back home from work, Right but i go and it, it like i felt uh like i just snapped into it right like i was just all of a sudden like i i felt like i skipped my whole work day right mm. and i just came back too, right and i'm driving and back home to the house check my phone and the dates are uh december 21st <laughs> so i fucking oh. lost like two fucking months uh of of time and i and i did not know what happened and when i would like try and recall the memories of like everything that happened in that in that duration um i didn't really have much to go off of like the only thing i can remember is just being at work because mo- most of my time was at work right and um so I, I never knew that this was a thing you know and then until recent like until like recent recently like in the last few months i found out that it's a thing that's called disassociating and mm. um it's a very, it's a very fucking real thing, and it's really scary. And uh, this is something that I wanted to bring up today on the podcast. So I guess we'll just go straight to that. Is um, you know, last week, um, we were talking about uh, like um, my uh, on the last episode we we're talking about like my inner demon, right? Like uh, what happens when I get like super fucking angry and I get the tunnel vision and my my vision turns red, right? Mm-hmm. So I also have this other thing that happens to me, right? And uh, So I I assume, I I don't know much about this thing either. And I really don't know much about the disassociating thing either. Because like I said, I just discovered it and I still got to do my research into it. But uh, I I do this thing and I was talking to my girlfriend about it. And she told me like, no, why you're the only one who fucking does this. So I want to ask you about it. And uh, (laughs) um, what it is, is so in high intensity and high stress situations, um, and I I leave my body, right? So this happens a lot when... um, Not a lot, but it happens most frequently when I'm driving and something bad happens, right? Like the person in front of me slams on their brake. I got to slam on my brakes and uh, now I got to make the split moment decision of to swerve left, to swerve right or if I'm going to have enough space to stop by the time I hit them, right? So this way, you know, swerving left, swerving right is going to prevent me from causing a car accident, right? So what happens is... I I leave my body, right? And I go to a third-person perspective. And so I can literally leave the car. Everything is at a complete standstill, right? And I can psychoanalyze the whole entire situation, right? I can look at the car in front of me, see how much distance I have between me and the car. And am I going to have enough time to stop? I can look to see how much uh, time the person behind me has to stop. So even if I have enough time to stop before I hit the person in front of me, but they don't have enough time to stop behind me, I have the option to swerve out of the way. So this way I don't cause, I mean, obviously I wouldn't be the cause of the car crash, but this way there is no car crash. Right. And, uh, so this, the situation happens not only in situations like that with, with driving, but it also happens with, uh, like when it comes to fighting, right. So right. as about the time that I know that the fight about to begin. I can, same thing. Uh, leave my body everything comes to a complete standstill i can psychoanalyze everything from a per a third person perspective right and i can uh you know i can like investigate the person i'm about to fight with you know how long do i think their arms are how long are their legs how strong do i think they are how much weight do they weigh you know and i can psychoanalyze the whole entire situation so this way i can plan out a course of action right and then once the course of action starts I can a lot of times either choose to and it's not a full blown conscious decision. It's more of an instinctual decision of to enter back into my body or watch myself through, you know, perform the actions, but through a third part, through a third uh, perspective, a third person perspective. And um, so do, do you have any relation to what I'm talking about?
1: I know what you're talking about. Um, with like the third person perspective or whatever um I don't know how in depth though pertaining to that uh, i've or watched um a few videos and stuff about that, and that's just actually really, really interesting uh like people have the ability to kind of like almost, not really slow down time but hyper analyze situations right. Uh, situation and like awareness and stuff um but nothing like that for me you know
0: yeah it's it's really weird um so it's really weird to experience this so this is something i've been experiencing my whole entire life so to me it's normal right it was really weird to find out that this isn't normal that not not everybody does this and so that was really really eye-opening for me and it also made me feel like really uh self-conscious about myself Right. Like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with me? Why do I do this? And why doesn't nobody else does that? Does that mean that there is something wrong with me or am I, you know, somewhat normal? And I just have this weird, you know, uh, like almost like ability, you know, Mm. and. um, Yeah, so it's definitely saved my ass a lot, especially in car car accidents. You know, it's helped me prevent a lot of car accidents, you know, and um, yeah, it's really, really weird Really fucking weird. And uh, it, it it mostly, and I know I just said this, but like it, it mostly blew my mind to when I realized that like it's not a normal thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what else I think is really fucking weird? Because uh, I, I, I have chronic migraines, right? And uh, I read a statistic that like 35% of uh, people will never experience a headache in their
1: life. Yeah, I, for me, maybe get one headache a year. Like, it's a very, very rare thing for me to get a headache. Really?
0: And yeah. Damn, dude. Must be nice. Dude, I get migraines so bad. Uh, so I've gotten a lot of shit because of, because of my migraines. Like, people are like, oh, you got a fucking headache. Well, why are you calling off for work? All you did was get a fucking headache. And so what I always tell the other people is, have you ever been in so much pain that you've thrown up? So uh, I'm saying that question to you. Like, have you ever been in so much pain that you've thrown up? I
1: don't think so. No. Yeah. It's so nauseous and stuff before, but I don't think I've ever thrown up from.
0: Yeah. So uh, that that's what happens with uh, with these migraines is. Uh, yeah. So it's not it's not a nauseous thing. It's um. Well, actually, you know what? Maybe maybe it kind of is because it's the the pain is so great that it's not it, that it's like um. It, it kind of like makes you dizzy, and I guess in a way, yeah, it's kind of like it, it makes you a bit nauseous, mm-hmm. you know. But um, yeah, when I read that statistic, that made me very angry because there, I've I've had to miss work because of it. I've had to miss you know interviews because of them. I've had uh, um, yeah, I've lost a lot a lot of days in my life because because of these migraines, and that that really fucking sucks. So when I read that, it just pissed me the fuck off. I was like, are you fucking serious? What mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah, f- uh, funny story. I, I got a story real quick. So uh, talking about, uh, you know, pain-induced throw-up, right? One time, uh, we were over at one of my cousin's house. And um, we, uh, like, my family hunted and shit growing up. And so a lot of times we'd all get together to the butcher the deer, right, to help each other butcher deer. And, and uh, so we were over there. And uh, there was uh, the daughter of one of the people that were there, right? No, uh, like, blood they weren't part of our family or anything just a family friend and his daughter just runs up to my cousin and just kicks him straight in the oh. dick right and hard bro and I mean fucking hard and so hard that like when he kicked when she kicked him you know he like went up on his tippy toes and before his feet hit the ground throwing up <laughs> dude I I can I can watch the replay in my head dude and it is so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> like it, looking back on it, right? Obviously, it wasn't funny yeah. in the moment, but looking yeah. back on it, dude, it is, it's great, man. I wish I had a legit video of this
1: shit. Nah, that's fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 One of my, uh, talking about headaches and shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, a while ago, um, my buddy, who, my, my roommate in California, he was talking about how he had, um, like getting bad migraines and shit. Uh, like, super frequently. And uh, about a month ago, so this is, like, a three-month span, <laughs> and he went to the doctor, I guess, and he found out that... I, I don't remember the medical term, but it's pretty much like a blood clot behind his, like, eye.
2: Oh, shit.
1: Like, um, I don't think it's cancerous, but you have to... If it gets worse... I'm not sure how they're treating it right now, and I haven't really talked to him too much about it, but uh, possibly, like, opening him up, uh, like, his fucking going into his skull and removing it and shit.
2: Yeah, that's fucked.
1: Yeah, I, that I is just fucked. fucking couldn't believe how that shit can just randomly happen to people.
0: Yeah, well, so, um, so I was seeing a neurologist, right, for my, for my migraines, and, um, mm. Uh, I can't remember the exact diagnosis that he gave me for what was causing my migraines, but um, I went through like a whole year span of uh, I was so uh, like I, I still get migraines, but it's like one every three to four months, uh, depending mm-hmm. on like how stressed I am and the weather, and there's there's a bunch of factors that play into it. But uh, I went through a whole uh, a year span where I was getting them like two or three times a week, right? And um, so I, went, I so I started seeing a neurologist, and he gave me this diagnosis, and um. Most likely due to stress and also partially because of the drug addiction, uh, my brain swelled. So uh, I had legitimate brain swelling, and so what was happening is my brain was taking up to uh, you know, taking up all the room in my skull and I was putting pressure on my skull, mm-hmm. causing migraines.
1: Oh
0: shit! Yeah, and yeah. so he got he got me on medication, and um, it, you know, I brought over. It took a long time. It took like six months, but uh, at the end of like the six months, I. Like I said, it it, it was at where I'm at now where it it went from, you know, two, three times a week to once every three, four months. So Mm -hmm. I'm really fucking grateful for that because that that was a lifesaver.
1: Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. Like when he was fucking explaining this shit, like I asked him, I was like, am I going to die? You know,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) and he's like, no, 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 you're not going to die. So I was like, all right, cool. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Yeah. yeah that shit was was fucked yeah so but uh going back to becoming sentient right as Mm. as a child i i remember the specific moment that it happened to me right i was like five or six years old and uh so just just to give myself the benefit of the doubt i'm gonna say it's after the mosquito eating right (laughs) and uh, uh and uh, so so what happened was is like everything up to up to this point in my life uh to to me seemed fucking perfect right i mean obviously you're you're a product of circumstance right so mm-hmm. everything that was going on around me i was you know completely used to everything was always like going you know air quotations in my favor right and uh like it, to the point where like it was you know and like uh, like I was probably in third or fourth grade and it was like every girl that I asked out was always said yes everything that I ever wanted I always got you know all this everything everything was just always falling in my favor and I, I like up until this point I fe- I truly felt like you know uh the world revolved around me very much so right and so I remember I went up and I asked this girl out and I, I I remember her name still to this day because it fucked with me. Right. And, um, uh, I went up to her and I asked her out and she said no. And when she said no, my <laughs> earth shattered, bro. Uh, like it was just like the, yeah, my eyes just opened up to the world. Like I used to, I re- I, I remember having this cognitive thought, right. That everybody I passed was robots. You know, you'd be driving in your car, and you see people drive past you, and they were robots, right? Like, they they weren't part of my game, right? They are just NPCs, right? Mm -hmm. They were non-functional, non-thinking humans out in the world, right? And, uh, but then after she said no, like, it just blew my fucking mind, dude. It was just like, oh my god, all those people, they are free-thinking humans. They they have their own lives, like, all these fucking things at, uh, yeah, like, five or six years old. And, um, uh, yeah, that shit really fucked with me. I, I still remember the feeling of that moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's probably why I can remember it so vividly. It's because of the emotions that came with this. You know?
1: Hmm. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, you, you never you never had that moment?
1: Not that I can, like, specifically remember, no. It's... I don't remember the first time I was actually, like, conscious of free thinking and understanding i don't
0: know so for would you say for the like you it was more of like a like incremental type thing where it's like you just slowly picked up on it over time
1: yeah slowly realized and uh i guess transition it wasn't really sharp or anything right That's it's weird to think about though that It just that one certain instance causes yeah. you to realize
0: Yeah, but that being said, I'm I'm a weird motherfucker. As if you guys can't fucking tell, man. Like, uh, my my brain doesn't work like a normal human. So maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just a thing that only happens to me. You know, and uh, because I've had this like experience quite often in life. Now none of them was as major as that because that was a whole bunch of realities hitting me all at once, right? But uh, I've Mm -hmm. I've had this uh, a similar feeling and uh, like I guess like mind expansion. I guess you can fucking call it. Or like a level up, I guess, um, like multiple times throughout my life. And sometimes it's uh, like, I remember one time in specific, I was talking shit about one of my coworkers for him not doing his job correctly, right? And, uh, you know, it was one of those situations, like, oh, this dumb motherfucker, he's not fucking over here. He's not sweeping the floor. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. Fucking leaving <laughs> the, all this extra him. shit. For, right. And just, like, leaving all this extra shit for me to fucking do every day. I'm tired of this shit. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And then, and then at the end of my shift, right, so I, this, that was at the beginning, right, when I first came in. And then so now at the end of my shift, uh, like, all these things weren't done. Like, the floor wasn't slept. The trash wasn't taken out. All these things. And I said, fuck it. Leave it for next shift. Right, and right as the next shift part left my mouth, it was just like, boom, you fucking hypocrite. Right, and I the, the, like that's what I said to myself, right? And uh, I was like, holy fuck. And then, so this was like at like 19, 20 years old, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Like when I was like in the workforce and blah, 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 right? And so then I had to stop and recall like every situation that's ever happened to me in my entire past to To check myself you know like oh my dude wait how many times have you fucking done this you dumb fuck you know and mm. then so i just started going down the fucking list and checking off like oh Yo, dude you said this and then immediately did this and you said this and then did this you know like you are a fucking hypocrite you know and uh so yeah i've had that kind of like those those type of moments happen to me multiple times throughout my life
1: yeah that's i've definitely had moments where i kind of just like realize like take a step back mentally and it's like wait wait a fucking minute and uh yeah it's weird because subconsciously you don't think about these things until like it's all of a sudden instantaneous like you started actually thinking about it and then you recall right. all the other prior experiences and like fuck dude how long have yeah. i been doing this like
0: yeah 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 it's it's quite interesting how the the human brain works man that's for sure Mm-hmm. you know something that's been uh, brought to my attention uh recently, and this is something that i'm still having a hard time like wrapping my brain around but um uh, th- there's people in this world that uh that don't have like uh ambitions and uh goals right like that they just settle and and they're okay with uh um, what's the word with uh, uh it's not it's not compromise it starts with the c though but um with like settling you know what i'm saying (laughs) like they're okay with just what with what they got and um that really kind of fucked me up because um me like i'm i i've accepted the fact that i'm forever evolving right like i'm always trying to get to the next level get to the next height the next rung on the ladder whatever you want to call it i'm always trying to progress and push myself to that next level Right. Mm-hmm. And so and so I, and I've been that way my whole entire life. It was like if I scored a goal in soccer this next time, the next game I'm scoring two and then I'm scoring three and then I'm scoring four, you know, and now not, that never re- worked out that way. But that was always my mindset. Right. It was like, oh, if I did it once, I can do it again and do it better, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, so like the reality of someone just being like, oh, yeah, one, once is good enough. Like that reality is something that, uh, like I said, I, I've re recently just discovered, um, and th- that shit kind of fucks with me, man.
1: Yeah, there you see it a lot. Of people get like complacent. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, yes,
0: complacency. complacency. That's the word.
1: Yeah. Yeah, where they thank you. You know, they get to a certain spot and they're like, you know what, it was, you know, shit enough trying to get here. Uh, I don't even care about you know setting any more goals. Um, fucking, I think it's more of like a mental thing where you kind of yeah. think that you've done enough and there's no point in going any further. Right. Uh, and that's where you see a lot of people just kind of level off in life. And they, they have no, the more you work for something and the, uh, the more you like try to go out and get it, the more and more things are going to, you know, go your way. You're going to have like setbacks and stuff, but you can't really get turned down. Like, someone will have, like, two bad experiences or something, or they'll fail and fail, and they're like, you know what, fuck it, I don't even care about it, I'm just gonna settle for this, and I'm gonna be okay with it, and that that is pretty sad to see.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, is it a sad thing, though, because, uh, you know, um, like, I I, I struggle to find happiness, man, so, like, uh, and I see these people, because I have a... Well, we actually have one of these people in in our friend group, but uh, I got people in my lives who are this way, and they are much happier than I am, you know. And uh, so so is it a sad thing, or did they find out the fucking secret to life? It's just to say fuck it, this is good enough, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. So with that, I, I think it's more <sighs> simple. When your life is simple, it's it's easy, and. With the, right. the less amount of, like, stress in your life, obviously, the more happy you're going to be. But it's what you make out of life and, uh, you know, what you actually want to do with it. Some people can be happy just sitting there. Like, some people enjoy having an office job. And then there's some people that enjoy labor. You know, if you go out to yeah. a an and have them like, hey, you're going to go sit in this desk for fucking eight hours a day, five days out of the week. You know, they might be like, fuck, Yeah, I, yeah, I can't shit. do it. I can sit in an AC room, you know, like it's gonna be easy as shit. And then three weeks go by and they're like, fuck dude. Like I am fucking bored. Yeah. And it's, it's trying to just find out like not settling, but finding something that you actually enjoy uh, Mm -hmm. doing. So I, yeah, some people enjoy a simple life. Uh, they don't have a lot of stress that way, but, uh, the more shit that you do, uh, the more obviously things are going to go wrong. You're going to have setbacks and, uh, I forgot who said it, some fucking famous speech, whatever he's like, with success comes stress or something like that.
2: Yeah, I can see that, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's 100% a a thing. So if if people want to settle, you'll you'll see them probably on the outside seem happy, but you don't know what else that they could achieve, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. uh, Yeah, I think it's just a mental thing, honestly.
2: Yeah,
0: well, and see, see, that's my issue. That uh is exactly what you just said. Is uh the past? All right, so I I watched this inter- interview when I was like twelve or thirteen years old, and this this is one of these uh situations where it just kind of blew my fucking mind and blew my world open, right? And uh, they interviewed a whole uh I think it was like ten ten couples, right, mm-hmm. all over the age of uh, sixty five. Right? And they, they asked them all one question. And it was an hour long. right? And they only asked them one question. right? And uh, so it was 20 people. So I guess that is kind of a lot. But it, the, the question was, is what's your biggest regret in life? And, uh, and I think the documentary was called Biggest Regret. Right? And uh, they all, every single one of them had the same fucking answer. And this, this is why this fucked with me. Right? And their answer was, uh, there's nothing in life that I regret doing. It's the things that I did not do that I regret. And that shit, that shit gave me goosebumps. Dude, that shit fucked me up, man. That like Once I heard yeah. that, I was like, okay, I'm never settling. I am never gonna fucking settle. And what drives me and what motivates me, me to keep fucking going is rough and is, is as much as sometimes I want to throw in the fucking towel is I know one I, I don't want to be that person at 60 70 80 years old saying oh I wish I did this I would I wish I would have gave this a chance I wish I pr- would have pursued this you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's one thing that I'm very I guess you could say conscious about now is when I get into like a situation where I don't I'm not comfortable or you know something that I don't want to particularly do i a lot of times, I've, I have the ability now to just say, fuck it, and uh, yeah. let's fucking do it. Uh, like, one of the... A few weeks ago, uh, I got drunk as fuck again, and my, my friend asked me if I wanted to go hiking in the morning, and when I woke yeah. up, dude, I fucking one million percent wanted to just say, no, nah, I ain't feeling good. Um, right. But then in like the back of my head, I was like, dude, you might not have this chance again, so I said, fuck it. I got up, fucking yeah. walked off there and it was the greatest fucking time I've had here Uh beautiful fucking hike I felt like complete shit after but it was yeah. 100% worth everything and yeah uh, that's that's oh. just like one one example but I think of everything I do in my daily routine is like either something that I remember that I didn't do like pertaining to work uh, like you know, it's a hard-ass job. Like, oh, yeah, nobody wants to do it. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, fuck, I haven't done this before, and I I want to do this shit. I want to get yeah. that experience. Yeah. Um, you, you can you can use that almost as anything. I, what I just do is I say, fuck it. You know, it, it's better to know what happens than, you know, ponder at night on the possibilities that you could have had.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you, do you do it on the other side of the spectrum, though, too? If it's a situation where... Um... Obviously, there's always going to be situations where we can't control it, and we just have to tough through it and fucking do it anyways. But uh, do you find yourself saying like, "No, fuck this, I ain't doing it," just because of the same premises of the wanting to do something that you necessarily don't have to do?
1: Yeah. So this is where I it it comes in as like I want to do something, but the outcome is not in my favor, or it's something that I know could the possibilities of it turning out good is a lot smaller than the possibilities of it being bad and that's when you just kind of have to use common sense yeah. and be like hey you know it's cool to not know what happens or it it's cool to sit this one out you you're going to have another chance which it yeah. sucks it definitely sucks but thinking of it all the times that i said fuck it let's do it are some of the best fucking times of my life and, yeah, uh, that that's what's hard is thinking of the times that I want to go do something, but I know it's I shouldn't do it. And then you have to sit back. Yeah, and uh, throw throw the towel on that one.
0: Yeah. So are are you subscribed to the idea of like when one door shuts, another one opens?
1: Uh, yes and no. I I think every day you have different possibilities. And I don't know if we're talking about the same thing here, but uh, I think. When one, I'm trying to match this up. So when people say like one door opens and then or one door will close, another one will open. I, I think you have a choice of multiple doors at every single time, and you're just going through different ones and different ones. I think if you turn down something like you shut a door, you know, I don't necessarily right. think that one's going to open up. I think it's it's possible that that has always been there and now you just have fewer options. So you're more likely to choose the other if that makes sense. Right. At all.
2: Yeah, no,
0: for sure. Cause, um, I, I think about it kind of in the same way. I, I don't, I'm not subscribed to the whole idea of uh, when one door closes, another one opens because, um, I, I've tried that approach in life and it does not, does not fucking work out well. And maybe it does for other people, but just in my experience, um, you know, it could, and another famous thing too is, uh, you know, um, good things will come to those who wait, right? And so I've I've tried that approach in life, and uh, and I just ended up sitting around for months, and nothing, not literally nothing fucking happened. You know, uh, I, I you always have to put the first first foot forward, right? And this is what you, uh, kind of what you were saying earlier. So uh, expression, uh, when one door closes, another one opens. I, I I don't think so. I think how it works is when one door closes. You gotta build a door frame and then that door will find the door frame right you gotta you gotta put that first foot forward you gotta put out the applications you gotta put you know you gotta send that email you gotta make that phone call you gotta do all these things uh first right so you gotta you gotta put it out into the world you also gotta speak it into existence right i i, I truly truly believe in manifesting for sure one hundred fucking percent and uh, uh yeah that that's kind of how I see that
1: yeah the thing with manifesting i totally agree uh, but like you're saying you have to put that first foot forward if you're not actually trying for something the odds of it happening are fucking slim to fucking zero you know but if you're like you said out putting in applications of course you're going to get more opportunities and you know of course the thing that you want to manifest is more likely going to happen because you're actually actively trying but very very rarely will something just fucking land on your lap yeah. Like I was saying earlier, but I yeah. I totally agree. Yep,
0: yeah, yep. Yeah. So um, uh, you know, you've you brought up being drunk a couple times now. So I want to ask you, uh, you know, what what is the most embarrassing moment while drunk?
1: Man, I don't know if we have enough time for this one. I got <laughs> stories on stories on stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I um oh, try to think of a a recent one here. Yeah, I can I,
0: I can I can go first if you want.
1: Yeah, yeah, go for it.
0: All right. So, one time, uh, so this is shortly after I broke up with my ex. I was with this girl for six years. And, uh, you know, just moved uh, back to Illinois, I was living with my parents. I was pretty down, you know. And so, we, we threw a party. And, uh, you know, I was newly single. I haven't been single since the middle of high school. And so, uh, one of my uh, brother's friends, he's going to be at the party. He has a girlfriend, and his, her his girlfriend's going to bring a friend, right? And, uh, the idea is, you know, someone for me to meet and see if we hit it off, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, things didn't Mm -hmm. end up working out so good. We didn't, we didn't, you know, uh, mesh very well. Right. And, um, you know, I, I thought that everything, you know, went relatively well. It wasn't like nothing was like weird or awkward. It just wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? And we had a good Mm -hmm. ass night and, uh, you know, we, we partied till late and we were, you know, all singing and drinking and having a good time and dancing and blah, blah, blah. Right. And, um, you know, a couple of days later it goes by and uh you know I I asked the 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 uh girlfriend of my brother's friend I was like hey man like uh you know what did the girl say anything about me did she like me like uh you know like give me give me the information and she's like and he's like no dude you weird you weirded weirded her out <laughs> and I was like what what the fuck did I, what what did I do you know and he was like well apparently you um uh, uh cuz like we were like smoking a hookah and shit right and um he was like, you, you apparently like, uh, like groped her hand and that weirded her out. And I was like, no, I didn't. I I would, I would never fucking, I would never put anyone in a situation like that to to feel weird like that, you know? And I was like, there's, there's no fucking way. There's no way I would have done that drunk or sober. Like there's no, there's absolutely no fucking way I would have done that. So the only thing that I can think of is, uh, she, she, cause she was like sitting like next to me in rotation for the hookah. Right. So, well, the only thing I can think of, because I was pretty drunk, is uh, I went to go grab the hookah, and I like grabbed her hand on accident. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she she took that uh, way out of context. Is my assumption she still believes that uh, I had like malice, uh, malicious intent uh, behind this? You know, and um, and so this was a situation that may or may not have been my fault, but I, I I'm just so embarrassed for myself because mm. uh, that I allowed a situation like that to happen so it's so that a woman felt uncomfortable around me and uh yeah. that that's something that I hold dearly to myself because I would never fucking do that
1: yeah there's there's a lot of instances where I um, I'll, I'll bring up one where I was in uh over in Europe right mm-hmm. uh, Mediterranean so me and my friends were all drinking it was like an average you know it was, well, I guess it was like a friday night or saturday night or something didn't have work so we were all right. uh, just drinking. And, and um, yeah, I for some reason, I don't know what happened. Uh, we were playing beer pong, like me and my buddy, and we were fucking just kicking ass. And there was only like five of us there, right? Yeah. And I remember like we won and we made like a little trophy or some shit and we signed it. And uh, I remember oh, yeah. we all took like a drink, like a drink from the fucking trophy cup.
2: Yeah, yeah, and yeah.
1: And then something happened where I just went, slipped over the edge and got fucking just blackout drunk and i don't remember anything that happened after this really apparently like i was um uh like making fun of him or something like that and uh, like me and this dude are like super good friends Mm -hmm. and apparently i just like went off on him or some shit and said some mean ass shit but he was drunk too so i think a lot of things got like taken out of context and um I'm not like a mean drunk or anything, right? But some of the people I like, you know, when someone's just shouldn't drink a lot, yeah. And some people that like that, and he's like kind of one of them. So I, I think what happened was things got taken over the edge, and uh, but everyone else was like cool and shit. And the next morning, I like woke up to a text from other buddies like, "Hey, did you say sorry to him?" I was Like, what do you mean? Oh no, that's gotta be the worst. He's like, "Yeah, dude, he got pretty upset with you last night, or something like that." I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah,
2: yeah and sucks. then I
1: just went over like knocked on his door, like apologized, but he uh he's like, "No, nah, dude, I'm sorry." He's like, "Yeah, that was my fault too, whatever." But the the most embarrassing thing is always the same. It is not knowing what happened, but right. like, hearing like that is the worst fucking thing. And that's what I get embarrassed about a lot is, like, even if it's some funny-ass shit, like, oh, dude, you did this? And I'm like, that's funny, but fuck, dude. Like, I don't remember that. That's always the fucking worst.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, I had a situation like that uh, happen quite recently, a couple weekends ago. I had my brothers come over, and uh, we were, like, catching up on some fights that we missed, like boxing and UFC fights and blah, 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 blah. And I fucking, uh, I got too high off of marijuana and I fucking passed out and they stayed at my house (laughs) because my, my girlfriend was out there, my girlfriend and my daughter and then her family, her dad and her sisters, they all went to Chicago for the day. So I had the house Mm -hmm. myself. So I had my brothers over and we're going to fucking have a smoke fest and blah, blah, blah. Right. And, um, they came over and I fucking like two hours in, I passed out. Right. And, uh, because I, I don't smoke like that, you know? and we were smoking a lot and i fucking passed out and they fucking stayed at my house for like three hours after i passed out you know <laughs> and um I, I felt super guilty and embarrassed you know it, it did i mean these are my brothers i don't gotta i don't gotta fucking prove anything to them but i I, I, mm-hmm. I felt embarrassed for myself and then i also felt really guilty because i fucking fell asleep on them you know so yeah i know yeah i i definitely agree the thing is yeah cuz I, I don't i don't fucking remember shit bro like i i don't remember anything after like the 40 minute mark.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. that's,
1: that's always something like getting fucked up and shit cuz i i just drink now pretty much whatever. Right. And there's the there's times like i just want to go out and have like just a drink and hang out at like a bar or some shit. And then all of a sudden like i'll see my friends and i'm like oh fuck yeah, uh keep drinking and then i just wake up the next morning like Bro, what the yeah, fuck? Is that? Yeah. I was like, and then they were telling me all these people, like, bro, you're riding a fucking, uh, <laughs> you, uh, some dude let you ride his fucking bike around or some shit, or like, oh, yeah, random ass. Yeah. Shit, it's like, fuck, dude, hopefully I didn't do any these stupid ass shit, because I don't remember a fucking thing. But to them, it's like funny and shit, but it's like, fuck,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're talking about moments of, uh, you know, embarrassment, being weak. Right. And uh, so my, my question to you is, uh, you know, at what point in life is it that you in, in your definition, do you become a man?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I would say what defines it, I guess, is kind of like a gray area. It's going to be different for for everybody. But right. I think once you actually move out on your own and start living your own life whether it's you know going to college or moving into your first apartment by yourself it's when you break away from being supported by your family i think is one of the the main uh main things of becoming a man and having like your own life a lot of people say like oh it's it's when you have like a kid or some shit or your own family Uh, yeah I could see that, but yeah. it's when you am self sufficient is yeah. is yeah, would be my
0: yeah I a hundred percent agree the moment that uh, you detach those tethers to um you know whether whether it's your parents or guardians or you know grandparents, whoever it is that's taking care of you and supporting you is um is about that because um uh, you know i i've I've heard people say, like, uh, yeah, I'm a fucking man, and, uh, you know, I pay my own bills, and I got a car, and blah, 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 but, uh, and it's like, dude, you, you still live at home, like, you don't know what it's like to pay rent, you don't know what it's like to go grocery shopping, your mom still does your laundry, like, yeah, sure, the, all these things are great, it's great that you got a loan and got a car, and you got you got this shit going for you, and you got this shit going to you, but, dude, that's only 30% of it, you know? mm and so, uh, um, yeah. and, and, you know, yeah. that doesn't necessarily not make you a man, right? But, uh, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I
2: don't yeah, know. this is it's an weird. open
1: question. So, like you were saying, living with your, like, parents and shit, but there is a time where, uh, you know, people will stay at home with their family to support them. And I think right. that's also, you know, a very respectable thing. Uh, yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah if like I know some people so it's weird, so in different cultures, uh, I'll use South Korea for instance, so something I recently learned is uh, a lot of women will stay at home with their parents until they're married like that is a that is a thing really a thing. yes, and they will not drive, they won't do anything, they'll work, but they'll live with their parents until they get married and the one of the weirdest and craziest parts is. If they start getting up into the ages of like thirty to thirty five anywhere on there and they're still living at home, they pretty much become a failure. Like their life is in their definition over at that. That's why you see oh it's why if you ever if you're ever here and you ever see uh, like women out and stuff and they woman will come up to you here, no matter what you fucking look like, women will come up to you here and want to fucking talk. And the first thing I know in like the US there's different like culture, like a appropriations and shit like that. Right. Uh and but women out here, like they literally just want to get married. And one of the reasons they want to get married is to fucking move out from their parents' house.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get out from their wing for sure. That's interesting, man.
1: And that's for them like becoming a woman is being married. Which is yeah. far from the US standard, I guess, of what we would be yeah. calling normal.
0: Yeah. So their whole their whole entire fucking existence is just a housewife, huh? They're fucking uh, housewife, basically for to their father for you know since they're born, and then they just transition from for their father to now their husband, huh?
1: I'm not gonna say yes because I, like I said, I've only been here a little bit, but I've heard stories like I know people that have lived here for a, a while and mm-hmm. they've seen seen quite enough to be a part of the culture and stuff, and that, that's right. what I've gathered so far. Like you don't see a whole lot of women driving here at all, and really? yeah. Like, it is uh, rather rare, honestly. That
2: is so it's, interesting.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just a, a cultural thing over here. But uh, I would say majority, yeah, like, they're pretty much a supporting factor in, like, a man's life, I guess. Gotcha. Now, hopefully this doesn't sound like I'm fucking coming on the wrong foot here. I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to be, like, sex or anything, but it's it's how it is. Like, this is whether you like it or not, it's how this culture is.
0: Yeah. Well, dude, that was fucking, um, um, uh, talking about cultural differences, man. Uh, I, I was over at my parents last weekend and we were watching, um, like clips from the Joe Rogan podcast. And, um, I can't remember the name of the guy who was on, but he was talking about like being with this tribe over in Africa and like, uh, to get to this tribe, they had to take like a, a six hour bull ride. Right. And, uh, while they were there, you know, they have like a film crew and like all this shit, right? And while they were there, like one of these younger kids, probably about four or five, was playing by the water, and an alligator comes up and rips his fucking arm off, right? And um, it, you know, they they caught they caught all this on camera, and it's like showing clips of the of, of the footage, right? And um, not even five minutes after the situation happened, the mother is already. In a full black dress standing over her child, pronouncing him dead while this child is still breathing, bleeding, and you know heart still pounding, all this shit, right and um so like the dude that was there, you know, he took you know affirmative action, wrapped the kid's arm up, you know, what was left of his arm, wrapped it up, they put him on the boat, they took him on the six hour boat ride back, and got him to a hospital and saved his life, right. And uh, it was so it, it was such a shock to me to see to see that like th- this child was still very clearly alive. And mm-hmm. uh, and the mom, the mom. And, it, you know, it isn't their fault. Right. They don't have the medical advances that we have. And to, to them, if if that dude wasn't there, that child would be dead. Right. They, mm-hmm. they don't have the means or the resources or anything to to save a life in that aspect. So they would have literally just sat around this kid. For hours until he was legitimately dead.
1: Yeah. You know, it's like going it's kinda of a so uh what I say this. Uh like society standpoint of uh like first world, third world perspective. Like back in the right. day, if you fucking had pneumonia, you were on your deathbed. You're f- yeah. there is no saving you. And like you were saying, at that point, people would be dropping off flowers and saying goodbyes. But uh but now if you catch pneumonia, you're not gonna enjoy it. You're gonna be in the hospital, but you you're gonna yeah. for the most part survive. But in that tribe, yeah. if you get attacked by an alligator and you lose your arm, you're going to bleed out. There is no fucking saving you. Unless yeah. you go to a hospital. You know, they might not see as being uh part of their culture. Right. Yeah, that's very true too. That's crazy to me. Yeah, it's 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 bizarre,
0: man. It's crazy to think that like stuff like uh, like what you were talking about and stuff that I was talking about uh, still still exists in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I obviously like you know it's a bit different coming from a uh, you know a white American, right? But um, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy the things that still go on in this world. A lot of hate, like uh, all the shit that's going on over in Afghanistan. That that shit's wild as fuck, dude.
1: Mhm. Yeah, it's sad to see.
0: Yeah. Like, I was watching uh, the uh, TikToks of the Taliban on YouTube, and um, like I was watching videos of, like, uh, the people part of the Taliban just, like, walking into this town, and just anybody that they've seen just mowing them down. And it's just mm-hmm. like, dude, aren't we past this shit yet, man? Like, aren't we done with this this senseless killing, the fucking dumb monotony shit, bullshit of life. Like, like we have the technology, we have the money, we have everything that we need. Like, why, why are we still doing this shit, you know?
1: Yeah, it literally all has to do with power. Yep. Yeah. We've seen it from the beginning of fucking human civilization. Yep. Uh, it's all a fucking game of power. And they, they wanted Afghanistan. They want, you know, in their words, they want their land back. And right, fucking take it. yeah, no matter what else anyone has to say, and it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to justify literally anything in that perspective because of the amount of religion that is, uh, that's over there, and yeah, like, yeah, cultural,
0: yeah, just the yeah. culture in general, yeah.
1: So, how what, but what are we to say, you know, like, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna get into that yet, but. Yeah, we okay. can
0: save the the whole religion talk for another episode because uh, I think that this bell rounds out the episode. We've been going for a little over an hour already.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think we covered a lot of good stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, we definitely had some good talks. Um, you got any any last words?
1: Um, not really. No last words for this one. Uh, if <laughs> I do got one thing to say. Uh huh. If you ever wake up, and your back is sore, do not attempt to immediately stretch because. There's a good chance you're gonna fucking pull something in your back or pinch a nerve. Uh, cause right now I am in a lot of fucking pain. And that is one thing I regret doing this morning was attempting to stretch. <laughs> Do not attempt.
0: Yeah. Don't just get out of bed. Easy. Don't eat food. You know, just fucking yep. just lay there for hours. Yep.
1: Your day is done before it begins. <laughs> right. Take that out. Take that L, yeah. L for the day.
0: Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that's about it,
2: man. Be safe, drive safe, drive safe, work safe. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.